Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Baltimore Ravens. I'm trying to win versus anybody I play. I don't really dwell on one player. Touchdown, Ravens! Well, it's Brady. One play against Brady. Need a goal. Nothing in this game is given to you. You got to go do something about it. Going to war with my boys. Let's get it. We just got to go find a way to get a win. Keyshawn, J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio, and you find us right there. You have us live wherever you are. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Morning, Key. Morning, Jay. What up, baby? What up, Key? Hey, he's, good to see you, Joe. He's giving us the wave, just Joe? the wave. Country club wave. Hey, yep. How you doing? Good. Oh, how's that, so, how's that portfolio key. performing, Key? It's good, man. I'm, you know, smoked my last pack last night. Yeah. And I'm done. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. What, what did you have a cigar? What? No, man. My voice. You know, when you when you are traveling and moving around and talking with Max for ten hours and you for eight. So at some point, your voice. You, you know, I got eight with you, ten with Max, six with Laura, Stephen A. Screaming at him. You know, all that. You, you get your voice. You know, you got to rest these. Ah, I need to go to your guy. <laughs> what? Uh, author Joseph, you never heard of this? Mm. You never heard of the, the whole voice warm-up? We had a it's, – it's really unique. Unique New York, things like that, that you work on. New York. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jay allowed somebody to tell him he needed a voice coach or something. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. author Joseph is cl- – uh, he's class act. Class okay. act. But I, they teach Oh, absolutely yeah, absolute, class act. With a name like Arthur greatest, Joseph, no kidding. A one, one of the greatest broadcasting coaches in the history of broadcasting. Arthur I'm Joseph sounds like he that. should have his name on a building somewhere, right? It, it does sound like he had the Arthur Joseph. But Jay, the Arthur Joseph School. Jay yeah. let somebody talk him into being a newscaster, though. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Dude, Palm you was telling me just Jay. to be myself, Key. Just my, be my, yourself, Jay. My, my agent <laughs> told me to go, you know, to visit the, the guy when I was coming out. Uh, college and I went. I was like, Jay, you really getting ready to make me waste my money? Are you Yo, serious? But Max, they make you put the index finger and your middle finger on your teeth and you rest your tongue in between. And the whole exercise is to, you know, you, you, you talk your diaphragm. Through your, your diaphragm. So that you go, ha! That's, That's what they make you do over what? and over and over and over. Now we, we basically so, do that on this show all day. That's what, what we do. <laughs> hey, Jay, if you to continue to take those classes, you think Dion was on that guy the other day. Imagine what he did to you. Imagine be like before doing the biggest events, like before you're doing the Super Bowl or NBA Finals, you're on the sideline. LeBron's like, what the hell are you doing? Are you you could be a part of Keyshawn J. Will and Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. Day in college football season without the delicious taste of a nice cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. Well, fellows, the Ravens at the Bucks on Thursday night. That's tonight. That's tonight. That is this. I mean, we've had some. Bad matchups the last three, four weeks going first in. First uh, th- Thursday night matchup was like first the epitome. Couple, first, like, wow. There were a couple know. good ones early. They got you. They, dra- they kind of reel you in a little bit. And then three, four in a row, you're like, oh, man, I don't want to watch this. I don't this. even remember. Who was it? Like, Me I, neither, Key. I remember one good, though. 
Last See, three, four I, weeks. I, I, because I guess I played so I can find anything to make me like the game. Right. Like he, well, what, what, you know, week two was Chargers and Chiefs, right? Yep. Yeah. That was a great so one. We all, that, 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 we all watched yeah. that one together. That was a good one. Yeah. Oh, we watched that. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did watch that together. So yeah. then you had Steelers, Browns, Dolphins, Bengals. Yep. Um, now what after Colts, Dolphins, Broncos. Colts, Broncos, no good. Commanders, no, Colts, Bears. Colts, Broncos was good. Yeah, Colts, Broncos was but good. But here's why it was good, because I can laugh at the quarterback. See, there, right. there you go. There's one. Go, so that's one. Commanders, Bears. Two. I was at that game. Yeah. Saints, Cardinals. No, three. But, I'm not. Yeah. Who cares? And then no, then, I was now, fine because I wanted to see yeah, a No, I get it you, for but you, for but the these are not public. marquee matchups. Those early matchups were great. My point is this one is like the early ones. Ravens at, at Bucks because in prime time because these are two quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Tom Brady, that really need a win. They need to look good, but only one of them can win tonight. Lamar Jackson on facing Tom Brady. Brady? Want to play against Brady? Well, um, he the goat, man, and uh, like like you said, you know, I'm always playing against the defense, not the quarterback. So I'm going into every game the same way, same mentality. Just want to go out there and do what I'm supposed to do to win. You think key? Exactly. Lamar, Lamar could care less about Tom Brady. Respect. I already hear what he's saying. Respect the Tom Brady, but I'm gonna do what I need to do, and I'm gonna help my team win. We not getting ready to sit around and praise Tom Brady. We getting ready to do what we need to do, and I don't play against him. I play against the defense. And that's what he's saying. And hats off to him. Uh, you know, they're, they're, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are missing a lot of players in this particular football game. And I think Lamar has an opportunity to really gash them in the running game. Their run defense and their run fits are horrible right now for the Bucks. And if he could somehow establish that run, then they'll have an opportunity to take some shots over the top because those safeties and those linebackers start peeking and getting nosy, and that's when you hit them over the top. You see, this is an unforgiving league. And let me tell you something, whether you Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, whether you're Tom Brady, any of these legendary goats, when people smell blood in the water, mm. oh, I'm going for the kill. Because now you're not going to get up on my watch. And as Keith mentioned, so many people are out. Tom's going through, quote, unquote, allegedly issues off the field. This is the time for me to keep my foot on your neck and not let you get you up. You know when uh, the, well, yeah, I'm going to take you. Hey, Keith, let me take you back to 1951. I'm not even kidding. You know why Joe DiMaggio eventually retired? Got his hands on a scouting report. So, so like, the greatest player ever, but he, he gets his hands on, the, on their scouting report. He reads what the league thinks about him, and he's like, okay, I'm done. I got I to gotta go. That's how it is. Like, w- w- you scout, scout, like, what does Brady look like right now? Doesn't look good, Key. No, it, he doesn't. But Antoine Winfield Jr.'s out. Uh, Russell Gage is out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carlton Davis is out. Sean Murphy Bunting's out. Uh, um, Cam so Brate. You, huh? Cam, Cam Brate. Their starting yeah, guard, Brate, Luke Gadecki. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking more of on the defensive side because of Lamar. Yeah. That's a lot in that secondary that's out. And like I said, you start to get guys that are not used to playing in there being nosy and sneaking down and, and, and putting their nose in other people's business. That's when Lamar is, is, has the opportunity to go over the top. One of the things that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they like to do is they like to blitz. They like to bring a lot of pressure. And, and over the last four weeks or so, Lamar Jackson has suffered a little bit against the blitz, in particularly in the fourth quarter. He struggled. You know, he dominated maybe week through one through three. And then since then, he's, he's obviously struggled. He's hit 82% in week one through three and then 46% since then. 
So he has an opportunity, though, in the running game to really get after them. Key, that's why Lamar Jackson needs to win this game the most. Because of Tom Brady's roster being depleted, essentially, right? Because of his O-line, because of all the players that are missing, because of the built-in excuse already, all the things that are happening off the field. Like Lamar Jackson now, they have not – They've not been strong. They have not closed out games that we feel like they should have won. But meantime, Brady, as you said, you like he Lamar needs to win more for that reason, maybe. But Brady, who right now is about he, they lose, they're on a three game losing streak. Yeah, right? but you would understand though, even in that division, though, Max, if they lose, they're still going to be there to compete. They they can't run, the Bucks can't run the ball, and they're missing an a, a, an offensive lineman and a tight end. And they already can't run the ball. And Jensen is out for the season before the season began. Like, it's a problem for Brady. You're right. Lamar's got to take advantage of that. But Brady loses and looks bad. The whispers grow louder and louder. Louder for what? You think it gets – I think it is where it is, Max. I don't think it looks bad considering everybody's out right now. I think it looks bad for Tom Brady anytime. Man, that dude 100 years old and he ain't got no players. See, father time. That's what I'm saying. But that starts to play into it. That's what I'm saying. But that but, doesn't make him look bad. Well, Dude, has seven championships. Well, if you want to say that, then he can't look bad. Nothing can happen that could make uh, him look bad. But they came into this season with title hopes. They lose this game. The Bucks lose this game. What do you think about those title hopes? Detroit came in with title hopes. Move along, Max. Uh, oh, yeah. Detroit was exactly like Tampa. <laughs> Russell Wilson, <laughs> meantime, said he worked out for four hours what? during the Broncos' eight-hour flight to London. <laughs> High knees and everything. What? Has he worn out his welcome in Denver? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The misery continues. And I got to tell you, honestly, I'm here for all of it. All right. I love seeing Key just, just downward spiral. Why? What's up? What are you doing? Lakers lost last night again to the Denver Nuggets. I know. This is the first time since 2003, LeBron James' rookie year, that his team has started off 0-4. And Key... We can make the numbers be whatever we want to. Well, that's what the numbers are. 
No okay, reason. so that's yeah. not a big deal. You don't have to be angry about it. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to get us into <laughs> black the second. Man, first I'm not angry because I'm having a conversation. Black man, I'm not angry. Jay, Jay, think of what he just said. You said they're zero four. He said you can make the numbers do whatever you want. You're just counting to four. Key is four games. What are you talking but about? Key, so I'm sitting there watching the game last night, and I almost, I almost hit you, but I was like, I'll wait. So middle of the third quarter, I, I know you wanted AD. <laughs> literally, Jokic like blew on AD's back. And he came down holding his back, and he didn't make it all the way down the court. And word up, Richard Jefferson was like, up, oh, up, oh, straw man's down again. Oof. I mean, th- that's it. It's like your squad is becoming the joke of the NBA. I wonder, that's crazy. I wonder, I wonder, when, I wonder when somebody touches touch him, does it – I mean, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know what his deal is. It's like, like you say, you blow on him and he just falls. He has an like, allergy to what, human touch apparently. I mean, he had 17 points wonder, in the first half, then five to finish the second half. It's crazy. I wonder five. what is it. I Some wonder people's what bodies just like that, man. The connective tissue, whatever it is, is the funny thing about the Lakers with AD in terms of the injury. When you look at their history, they never draft a big. Really, they always wait to see through that first contract, which because Giants are not the same as the rest of us in terms of the way their body, you know, responds to stuff. Well, over they didn't time. need to. The, they, 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 they they wait to they, see who lasts. Then they no, trade they for dra- that guy or sign. They drafted bigs before. Not really though. But like when you look at their greats, well, they had Kareem. They had Kareem forever. But, well, but well, they, they didn't draft them. They didn't draft. They, they, they didn't draft. No, that's true. That's true. That's true. Look, 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 for look. No, but my whole point is Will. they had Kareem forever. They drafted Elton Campbell. Okay, yeah, Campbell's Campbell. one. Uh, and then what's his Andrew name? Bynum. Bynum. Bynum is another. Bynum is another. They didn't need to draft Shaq because they got him a free agency. That's, but wait, Key, they that's what Powell. I'm saying. That's but what I'm the, saying. They don't usually spend draft picks on bigs because they wait to see who can withstand the punishment down low, even though the game's changed. Nah, Will, Shaq, Kareem. I don't think that's it. But they that, just, that's what they've playing. always done. And with AD, no, they traded for guys that prone. It's just that we always hit on bigs. We've always hit on them, and they've been with us forever. All I know is I don't know what the excuse was last night because Russell Westbrook was on the bench because the hamstring, you know, obviously coming off the bench, you know, initiated the hamstring injury. So, not, like I said, yeah. the best reality alone, TV though. show on earth they're the always, Lakers okay, organization. Okay, so, so let me ask you this, Buttercup. Buttercup. What about the Clippers? Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody no, cares. but you, you have say that every day. Oh, they're going to they're going to Golden State. They're going to be right there. Nah, don't try they to, lose don't try it too to talk, now. Don't try to change the conversation. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio or watch on ESPN Two. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live weekday morning starting at six Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Two. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. So, guys. So, guys. Russell Wilson. I, when you say that name, what do you think, Key? <laughs> Look at Key. The royal if You family. guys can see. That's what I think. The oh, royal you family. Key? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Key. I didn't say nothing. No. Nah. Max and the royal family. Well, you said you... when you think of Russell Wilson, what do you think? No, First I was going to let you go. I wasn't going to step on you. I just don't like the way that you guys are positioning me as best friends with Russell Wilson. Do you not have a relationship it's, with it's, Russell Wilson? Uh, I've, I've met Russell Wilson two times. Okay, but it's like you guys are saying. I go to London with him. I spend time. You know, it's I, I don't. Why? How did we come to this? How did I get put in this corner? think you're in a corner it seems yeah. to me oh. key that jay has always touted his relationship with russell wilson oh oh key looks flabbergasted as if uh, I'm, I'm bringing this out of left field so just think about what you just said jay flabbergasted that I, word that, that, I, that, that, I so flabbergasted now I didn't g- gives me association with Ru- russell I, wilson give me association I, with michael eric dyson i'll take it flabbergasted say big words i, I didn't say Professor Dyson probably listening to us right now. This is all I said. Happens. No, all I said, Jay, was think about what you said. You said flabbergasted. I didn't say it. I just said think about what you just said, and I wasn't even talking about flabbergasted. I was talking about the the initial conversation that you were having about us pitting you with Russell Wilson. You said flabbergasted. (laughs) Keep saying the word. He was dumbfounded when you said flabbergasted. As a matter of fact, yeah, I just. but I wouldn't. Yep. Anybody that, to that says flabbergasted, now we're associated. I got it. Well, listen. Go ahead, Max. Take it away. I don't know what <laughs> hey. issue you could possibly. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Ones you can't depend on. on. You could drop this Houdini album today. I would love every song on it today. All right. Russell Wilson says he worked out for four <laughs> hours during the Broncos' what? eight hour flight to London. That's half the time. Why even say this? Well, you know, in his mind, apparently he's saying something that puts him in a good light, right? You don't say stuff that puts you in a bad light normally. Here he is on, on what he did on the flight to London. Listen to this. It was an eight-hour flight here. That's the first two hours I was watching the film, getting, watching all the cut-ups and everything else. And then for the next four hours, I was doing treatment on the plane. I was walking up and down the aisles. Everybody was knocked out. I was doing high knees and working on my, working on my legs and everything else, you know, making sure I'm ready to rock. Uh, so that was good. And then the last two hours of the last hour of that, I, I watched. Uh, I fell asleep for one hour, and I watched the film. The rest, so I feel great, uh, ready to ready to roll. Um, you know, I'm super locked in, ready to uh, hopefully get a big win in, in London. Is key. Look, on the one hand, you could say, well, he's doing, he's saying stuff like this for show or doing it for show. Look at me, on you know, look how uh, I'm the quarterback, I'm a leader. On the other hand, he's probably asked the point blank question about like what'd you do on the flight, right? And he's answering it. So. What what do you take away from what he just said? Um, yeah, he he worked out. He did push ups, sit ups, jogs, whatever he did on the plane. He did it. What I took away from it is, 
Okay, I didn't take anything away from it. Let me start over again. <laughs> I want him to just stop. That's what I want. Just stop. Just stop with always telling somebody what you're doing and how you're doing it. Just be the quarterback of the team, man. Just do those sort of things. Because when I think about it, and I like Russell. I like him a lot. I've interviewed him. I've interviewed him a bunch. I've been around him a bunch. But I don't need to hear that you worked out for four hours on a plane and you studied up the film and why everybody else was sleeping. Like, I don't need to hear those sort of things. I don't, that doesn't, it's not going to make me think, oh, God, you're doing everything right and nobody else is doing anything. They're just sitting on the plane and sleeping while you're, you're so in tune with doing everything. Because what's going to happen, man, is the things that's happening to him now. People think he's phony. People think he's people think he's a phony. It's all an act, and it shouldn't be that way, because he's a good football player when everything is going right. And I just hate to see this happening to him. And eventually, like Mark Slayer said on our show the other day, his teammates are going to start side eyeing him if they haven't already. And Mark Slayer, we got some sound of him on our show uh, about a week ago talking about this very thing. Obviously, you know what you're getting when he comes in, right? You know he's got the quirky, you know, let's ride, and you know, and, and the, you know, he's just a, a little bit uh, okay. Uh, we get it, you know, you're Mister Positivity all the time, and everything is happy and uh, all that, and that's fine when you're winning. But the tone deafness, I think, is what gets to people. Like, hey, we just set the league back 50 years in the way we played on Thursday night against the Indianapolis Colts, and the next day I'm releasing my new hat line. Like stuff like that wears on people. Like everything, right as I'm going into the stadium you know it's you know there's a staged photo shoot as I go and I know the social media team is posting it but time and place right let's understand the situation and how poorly we're playing as an offense and how poorly you're playing as a quarterback and before we start promoting whatever it is we're promoting let's actually play some decent football well like I so I agree with Mark and I disagree with Mark right like there is an element of Russell Wilson that is quirky that seems a little bit cheesy right but but you can't just all of a sudden change the schedule when you start promoting stuff because you're not playing well, right? You're still going to be a professional and do your subway commercials, do all the things that you're supposed to be doing, right? So that's one. But it, is, it does feel interesting to me, though, Key, that I get he may not be the guy that everybody wants him to be. He may not be the guy that fits in, but I don't think he doesn't care. He still cares, now, if it rubs teammates the wrong way that he's this way, I get it. But it's almost similar to Russell Westbrook in this regard, right? It seems like there is a, a compound-type energy when these guys are down that it's like we're going to kick them extra hard while they're down. The same with Russell Westbrook, right? Like, oh, is it? But when they start winning, like, it, it kind of goes away. But they both care about the way they play, and that says something to me. Like, it may not feel right, but at least they care. I know a lot of dudes who don't even care. But the, who don't as a give quarterback a of the team, Key, when you say Russell Wilson, just stop. You mean, like, if he's asked a question about what he did on the plane, you say something like, had a good flight, getting ready to, you know, prepare. There prepare. you go, Coach. That's, it's easy. It's not that yeah. hard. And, 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 and what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold something till we get back out of our break, Max, and I'm going to read something to both you and Jay. And I'm going to let you know where this comes from after I read it to you. Excellent. Mm. All right. Mm. Okay. 
So we want you to weigh in, too, after Key does that. What are, well, <laughs> what are some of your flight preferences, habits, traditions, right, on the subject of Russell Wilson? <laughs> Plus, Aaron Rodgers stands by his comments on the Packers' offense. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Key, you got me with the tease in the last segment. I'm very curious to know what you're about to tell us. Well, you know what, Max and Jay? This is pertaining to quarterbacks, okay? Mm-hmm. To, in particular, guys that we've really been talking to le- about lately, Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. And so, number one, this is commandments of a quarterback. This is what a quarterback should be doing. Okay, number one. Press or TV, agents or advisors, family or wives, friends and relatives, fans or hanger-ons, okay? Ignore them on matters of football. They don't know what happens in the building. That's number two. That's number one. Number two, don't forget to have fun, but don't be a class clown. Clowns and leaders don't mix. Clowns can't run a huddle. Number three, a quarterback throws with his legs more than his arms. Squat and run, fat quarterbacks can't avoid the rush. Number four, know your job cold. This is not a game without errors. Keep yours to a minimum. So that means you need to study. Number five, know your own players. Who's fast? Who can catch? Who needs encouragement? Be precise. Know your opponent. Number six, be the same guy every single day. In condition, preparing to lead, studying your plan. A coach can't prepare you for every adventure. Prepare yourself and remember, impulse decisions usually equal what? Mistakes. Throwing Number seven, throwing the ball away is good. It's a good play. It's not a sack. Interceptions and fumbles are bad plays. Protect against those. Number eight, you must learn to manage the game. Personal. Play call, motions, ball handling, proper reads, accurate throws, play fakes, clock, clock, clock. Don't you ever lose track of the clock. Number nine, passing stats and TD passes are not how you're going to be judged. Your job is to get your team in the end zone, and that's how you regain the judgment. Number 10, when all around, 
uh, the chaos, when you're around the chaos, you must be the hand that steers the ship. If you have a panic button, so will everyone else. So don't panic or ship will eventually sink. Okay, here's the last and final one. Number 11, don't be a celebrity quarterback. We don't need any of those. We need a battlefield, a battlefield commanders that are willing to fight it out every single day, every week, in every single season. Don't be a celebrity quarterback. Lead their team. You lead your team to winning football games in every single way. Now, who you think that came from? Bill, Bill Parcells. Parcells. And that applies to two quarterbacks. Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers in every single way. And they need to listen to that. You don't need to be a celebrity quarterback. You need to lead your team to victory. You need to encourage your teammates. You need to do all of those sort of things. And you don't need to make it about yourself. You don't need to make it about yourself. And that's where Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, I believe, go wrong all the time. Mm. Yeah. That's... I, 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 I agree with that to an extent, Key. Um, I, I do think – Things have transitioned, though, more to quarterback or athlete empowerment in football where guys are building their brands. I, but I, I hear the overall gist about what you're saying about Aaron Rodgers. You know, we talked about this yesterday, pointing the fingers to others and not leading with himself accountability-wise. Um, I, I, I feel you on that. You know, I, 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 heard, I, I, I heard. feel him on that. Key, it's funny because I, you know, I, I clown Gettleman all the time as the Giants GM because I thought he was a terrible GM for the Giants. But he comes from a certain school of thinking, old school way of thinking. And when he drafted Daniel Jones, and I was like, what's he doing? What's he doing? And Jones hasn't looked, he looked on and off and spotty. Yeah, he's not going to be, but this year in a right situation looks good. He won player of the week, offensive player of the week last week. And they asked him about it. It's a team, this is really a team award, blah, 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 blah. Move it along, right? Everyone's playing great. That's why that move. He he had that exact. He checks a lot of those boxes you just said. So when Gettleman said he's a professional quarterback, and I made a lot of fun, but I get what he means, and it apply, like you can apply those commandments to a guy like that and see how he's coming along, and you start to think maybe that guy can win a Super Bowl. And I get Rodgers and Russell Wilson's already won Super Bowls. Rodgers' talent is off the charts. Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl. In a kind of style like that, though, but pre-celebrity, right? Running the football, playing defense, doing all those kind of things. And um, I, I hear it maybe because I grew up with that way of thinking, but it sounds but, right but, to but me. But that, that way of thinking, it still applies today. You cannot – I understand player empowerment. All, that's fine. But if you start to focus in, no matter what position it is, if you start to focus in on self – you're going to destroy yourself because you become the butt of the joke. Russell Wilson is a meme right now. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Okay? The internet, as Jay knows, is undefeated. Mm-hmm. Okay? He talked about working out on a plane. They start putting videos together of him running on the inside of a plane, doing high knees on a plane. He's become the butt of a joke. Now, whether or not he gives a damn, I don't know. But I can surely tell you his teammates are watching, and they're looking at those sort of things like Mark Slayer said. So, If you, if you are paying attention to the games, 
like I do and like most people do, when he goes to the sideline, you can people see are looking at him yes, and going to see it. And when he's trying to high-five guys, he has to walk out there and go toward them as they're going away from him to get the high-five so he doesn't look silly. So I see those things. So, Key, that's Russell Wilson. But you included Aaron Rodgers yes. in, and, and applied it to Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. He stood by Rodgers, the comments about the Packers' offense. He says no one raised an issue with him. Um, now, one day after his weekly appearance on the Pat McAfee show – you know, had made waves because Rogers said, among other things, that players who are, quote, making too many mistakes shouldn't be playing. Got to start cutting some reps, and maybe guys who aren't playing, give them a chance, end quote. Um, Rogers obviously has a lot of power in the organization. I don't think yes. people are just going to come up to him, hey, why'd you say that, right? Let's <laughs> get shipped not, out of town. Not only that, Max. Yeah. You said power in the, in the, in the organization, correct? Yep. That is correct. But also, he understands the pulse of the team, who's on the team, right? He understands each receiver. He understands the running back, the offensive lineman, the defensive players. He knows. He's not dealing with a Simeon Rice, a Warren Sapp, a Keyshawn Johnson, a Michael Irvin, an Emmitt Smith. He he knows that. So he can say those things and not get pushback. So – Key, I want, I want to play Aaron Rodgers now, and I want you to tell me if that is if it's genuine what he's saying, if anyone on the team is really in a position to do what he suggests, okay? Because there was a lot of criticism of him not saying, you know, Tom Brady's asked the same thing. He's like, we're all in this together, blah, blah, blah. He's not saying any of that stuff Aaron Rodgers is, and a lot of people have pointed out he got seven rings and Rodgers got one, even though Rodgers is much more talented. So listen to what Rogers says here about the comments he made on McAfee and tell me if that could actually happen. One of those guys has a problem with it. I'm right here. I'd love to have a conversation. I enjoy those conversations, you know. I enjoy any type of uh, conflict like that because I know the resolution on the other side is going to make us, uh, you know, a better unit, a better friendship, a better cohesion on the field. But nobody's come to me and said, I got a problem with what you said. I think everybody knows, uh, Matt included, uh, that... You know, everything's got to got to take a little uptick, get a little better. Key, could anyone actually go to Aaron Rodgers or in the position to go to the, go to him and start having a conversation? Doesn't he wield too much power for some young pup to come up to him and be like, "I don't like the fact that you said that publicly"? Well, that's that's why I said he understands the pulse of his team. That's why I said that, Max. Mm-hmm. There are no Keyshawn Johnsons. There are no Michael Irvins. There are no Simeon Rices. There are no Derek Brookses on his team that are going to say, hold on, man, you got more issues than we do. What are you talking about? So it's easy for him to say those sort of things. Those young players or those players on a team, they're looking to him for leadership. So if he's pointing the finger at people, they're not. They just like, what are we going to say? What are we going to do? He's the $50 million guy. I'm trying to get there. You know he the, knows that. You know what the uh, synergy is here? Like, I, I, I think I'm going to throw out some names here. So you have Draymond Green. You have Aaron Rodgers. And I'm sure people are saying, why the hell are you saying Draymond Green and Aaron Rodgers together? What does that have to do with anything, right? And Tom Brady. When I listen to Tom Brady on his Let's Go podcast, it sounds like I'm hearing Tom Brady, but Tom Brady has become so scripted. And, like, I was with Derek Jeter last night. Even when I talked to DJ at his event, Turn 2, right? 
It's always on. Like, you're never going to put Derek Jeter in the corner and he's going to tell you something that's going to become extremely controversial. Kind of feel the same way with Tom. But with Draymond and with Aaron Rodgers, it feels like their business vehicle, their podcast or their platform, it's genius. But it feels like it's almost a detriment to their team because they air out dirty laundry. Yeah, what makes them interesting is the same thing that the reason Derek Jeter was so great 20 years in New York City for the Yankees, never stepped in it once Can't catch in him. 20 Can't years catch him. because he kept it nice and boring, Key. Kept it nice yeah. and boring. Draymond and, and Aaron Rodgers are interesting. Brady and Jeter were boring. Brady and Jeter got all the rings. Now, Draymond got rings too, Agreed. but he's not the number that's one just, guy on his team. But, it, but, but Jeter, is, that's just who he is. That's the person. He's boring. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not an act. That's just who he is. He's not putting on a show or an act. Well, he's, he's just—he's not—he's no, no. When you when you really kick it with him, he ain't born. I'm just nah, saying. Nah, he's born, Jay. I, I, I've been I, with him for I, years. I, well, he's maybe boring. I know him differently. I, I don't find Derek boring. I just see. Find I, I, I my boring to me is different. I I hear you. I yeah, he, he's boring to me. I understand. I, mean, I, I get it. He's the captain, and he was great. And he's a Hall of Famer, and all that. Well, I'm not but, saying but, he's but, putting on an act, Key. What I'm saying is he knows what to say publicly. He knows how to lead. Jeter knew how to lead. Thank you. Uh, 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 Brady knows how to lead. And what you pointed out when you read those uh, uh, quarterback commandments of Parcells just now, or a few minutes ago, is that this a quarterback has to be a leader. You have to command the huddle. You need to lead the group. And in certain ways, Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, correct me if I'm wrong, that's the point of you reading those commandments, have broken some of those commandments and 100%. are therefore finding it harder yes. to lead the way they ought to. But Key, just uh-huh. to add on to Max's point, my, my main thing was they're cleaning up their own messes. And sometimes when you go out the, when you get this, Key, because we've been through seasons together, man. Like, you already got enough messes happening. You got stuff happening in the locker room. You got beefs with people, like, especially if you start losing. You got factions on teams. You got different things going on. There's enough just within the locker room. When yeah. you start adding color to it, that adds to the mess in the locker room, and then you're constantly having to clean that up, right? You're like Aaron Rodgers is addressing a comment that he made. Like, if you don't make that comment, you're not even addressing that. Right. You don't need to be the philosopher king. You need to lead the huddle. Uh, Staying in the NFC North, we guys. We call those locker room lawyers. Right. Yeah, yeah, you already know. Politicking on the side. Mm-hmm. The Chicago Bears guys traded Pro Bowl defensive end Robert Quinn to the Eagles. For more on this and all things Chicago Bears, let's welcome in, of course, the great David Kaplan, host of Cap and J. Hood on Cap. ESPN 1000 Chicago. What's up, Cap? My man. What's up, gentlemen? Good morning. That's a good morning. That's right a good there. morning. Well, well our Bulls won last night, back. so it's a good morning. Go ahead, Cap. <laughs> Before we get into the Bears, um, Cap, what are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers and his comments about his teammates? I got zero issue. I thought Key was spot on when he said he doesn't have Michael Irvin in that room, Jerry Rice, Keyshawn Johnson. He's got a bunch of young dudes that better look in the mirror and go, yeah, honey, I think he's talking about me at work today. I got to be better. I got no problem. And if I was one of those receivers and I had an issue, Eric, can I speak to you privately and talk, communicate, and then play better? I have no problem with it. 
But Cap, the idea, I, I know what you mean. It seems to me like he's trying to lead a certain way. Maybe he even had sidebars with these guys. They're not responding. So he's like, now I've got to push some buttons through the media. But there's been a lot of backlash that that's basically a passive-aggressive way of doing things from Aaron Rodgers and that you don't do what he did to your own teammates. You don't separate yourself from the team as a quarterback, right? And if you listen to Brady talking about the Buck struggles, I know it's different, not the same number of young players and stuff. It's always, we are in this together there's never a separation of Brady and his teammates and there is with Rodgers what do you think about that well it, he's not talking to Mike Evans and Leonard Fournette and all these dudes he's talking to a bunch of young guys and this is last I checked professional football you get paid a lot of money and it's a job and you better show up and do your job and when you don't I have again he didn't come out by name and go, Romeo Dobbs stinks, and this guy, Christian Watson, this. He just said, we got to start cutting reps then. At some point, we have to figure it out or we've got to change what we're doing. I thought it was great because if I was one of those receivers, I would hope that a little more focused, a little more attention to detail, and maybe just maybe we shocked the world on Sunday or after the Buffalo game, we get things right. Cap. You're my guy, but I couldn't disagree with you more. Uh, it, it is a job. You do get paid millions of dollars, but you get paid millions of dollars to do a sport that you've been raised in that is it's a different level to it, but there are still a lot of the same principles that apply, right? So one of the, one of the principles that you learn throughout the course of playing team sports growing up in it is that you know, we are a collective. We are a unit. And I know that you can call guys out, but it seems like with Aaron Rodgers as opposed to other leaders – it doesn't start with him. Like now, even if there is, even if he's not the problem, right? When you hear somebody say, "Look, I have to be better," and it starts with the way I lead, and these are the things that we need to address. That's different than starting the finger pointing outward and keeping them outward because you're starting inward, then going out. For Aaron Rodgers, it just seems like it's Matt Lafleur, and we need to change some things over there. It never seems to start with him, and that's my. Like, that's what will make me feel a certain way as a teammate of his. So you want him to just patronize you and go, look, it starts with me. I'm so tired of those stock answers. I like that he said, you know what, maybe we need to start cutting some reps. This guy's a multi-time MVP. I mean, come on now, Jay. You're tough. Your heart knows you got to yeah, where you yeah, are. But, but Cap, I see, a lot, I, see, I, see a lot of, I see a lot of talented NBA guys that – are MV, or you know have MVPs and but don't win championships at the rate that you think they should. Like in, inevitably, those guys you start looking at differently. Like, oh, he's extremely talented, but can you win a championship with him? Like, what about that argument? Um, yeah, look. At the end of the day, they are going to have had two of the most talented generational quarterbacks of all time at Favre and Rodgers, and they each have one. That's it. That's it. Makes me laugh as a Bears fan because they're going one way. We're not anywhere close yet, but we will, and we've got the right quarterback, and I got a shirt sitting in my house. You know what it says? Take that, Green Bay, because here come the Bears. Dave Kaplan, co-host of Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Join us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, if you could tell my voice. It's because I was smoking cigarettes a couple weeks ago with Cap, <laughs> as I told him. The Chicago Bears are going to eventually be sellers in the market to get rid of a few of those players, and they got rid of 
uh, Robert Quinn just yesterday to the Philadelphia Eagles picking up a fourth-round pick. Uh, Cap, what do you think about the move that the Bears made moving from defensive end Robert Quinn, sending him to the Eagles in exchange for a fourth-round pick for the future? Brilliant. I love what Ryan Poles did. As disappointed as I am that he did very little to help his young quarterback in the offseason, very little, until the night before training camp, he signed two guys off the scrap heap and Michael Schofield and Riley Reef. This is a brilliant move. We bought a fourth-round pick yesterday. We'll eat this year's money, and we'll save next year. They're at $125 million in cap space. That is more than double anyone else in the league. I don't think they're going to have a good record. The win over the Patriots notwithstanding, uh, I thought this was a brilliant move. Smart by the Eagles. You get a player who isn't playing well here because we're not a good team yet. He had a great season last year. He's healthy. I think he'll be rejuvenated there. And for Chicago, pick up an extra fourth-round pick. You don't know what player is sitting there in round four that gives you depth on your roster at the very least, and maybe you hit a home run there. Yeah, Cap, you know, the great thing, Jay and Cap, is that the Chicago Bears, they don't have a celebrity general manager because I walk right past him. (laughs) Cap, you missed it. He was in Chicago. Ryan Poles calls me. He's like, yeah, I just met your guy, Key. I don't think he knew who I was. He kind of gave me he, – he was nice and cordial, but kind of gave me this celebrity pass by literally on Michigan Ave in Chicago. Only Key, Cap. Only Key, man. And he comes in. Key comes in when he was in our studios, and he, he, he and I now have a nice-sized wager. I'm going to take my wife to dinner on Key. He's telling me Bears are going to win eight or nine football games this year. Well, eight. eight or nine games. Cap, where were they playing in the high school level? Come on, <laughs> what are now. they at now? What are they? What are four or three? Three and four, right? Three, yeah. three and four. I mean, they're in striking hey, distance. A seventeen game they season. Got, they they got the Lions twice. Cap, before we get they out of here, because with, we have less than a minute, Cap, I need to get Justin Fields' uh, uh, lowdown from you before we get out of here. Less than a minute. How, he was run, he had like eighty two yards, something like that, on the ground. How important is? Yep it for this Bears team to keep that up and play to his strengths? It's important, but you can't get this kid killed either. He cannot stand in the pocket because our offensive line isn't good enough. That's just a fact. Uh, Using his legs, design runs. I thought Luke Getze had the best game plan I've seen from a Bears offensive coach in probably 20 years. I can't remember the last time I watched. Mitchell Trubisky begged to be able to do that stuff. Nagy said that's not the way we play. You had to fit Matt's system. They tailored this to Justin the other night. I thought it was outstanding coaching. Thanks, Cap. David Kaplan, host of Cap and Jay Hood, ESPN 1000, Chicago. Is Pay me my more? money, T. All right, buddy. All, All right, right, Cap. Right back after this. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.